Good morning, everybody. I can't believe we finally made it to February. I know that January is always a really long month, but it felt so much longer. Um, so yeah, we're finally in February. I do feel like the evenings are getting a little bit lighter. Um, there's a bit of spring in the air, still a little bit chilly, but I went for a walk at the weekend and it was so nice because it just has that pre-spring smell. And I can see the little shoots of daffodils starting to come out in my garden. So we are slowly getting there. We're doing really, really well. Hang in there. Um, I had a great response to last week's podcast. And it's great because so many of you, there's such a wide variety of people that are listening from friends and family who are probably obligated to listen, um, clients to people that haven't actually booked a session and they're just listening to the podcast to see you know what it's all about and to get an idea of how we work and all of that before they book a session so welcome whoever you are today wherever you're listening it's really good to have you here today so let's crack on so today's podcast is all about associations when it comes to your personal style And whether you realise it or not, we all have associations around style. We have associations around lots of things. And that's how I'm going to start today. So when I was 19, which was only, what, a year ago? When I was 19, I went out with a guy called, I'm not going to call him by his real name. Let's call him, what should we call him? Let's call him... Jason. I went out with a guy called Jason when I was 19 years old. Now, he used to cheat on me all the time. He texted other girls in plain sight when I was sat next to him, generally had no respect for me whatsoever. Now, for whatever reason, I was completely enamoured by Jason. I mean, we've all done it, haven't we? We've all looked back and thought, what the hell was I thinking? So I, I... Yeah, I was smitten by Jason, but we eventually broke up. Now, Jason used to wear the aftershave dupe. I haven't seen Jason for over 20 years, but every time a guy walks past me wearing dupe, I want to throw up. I can't bear it. The smell takes me back to a feeling of anxiety insecurity and just ickiness. Next example, my most unhappy time at school, I was in year nine. Now around this time, E17 and Gabrielle released that song, And If You Ever. Now this song was released 25 years ago. That is so depressing. I feel so old right now. But when I hear the first few bars of that song, it makes me it brings me out in all sorts of horrible reactions. Now, I have a point, so bear with me, because remember, this always leads back to style. So, uh, as I said, today's podcast is all about associations. Now, associations are often subconscious. And the reason that they have a strong effect on us is because they can blindside you when you least expect it. So I'm not walking around every day looking looking to find somebody that smells of dupe or avoiding every guy in the street. 
it just hits you when you're least expecting it. Someone walking past you, sm- smelling of a perfume, or you hear a song playing from someone's car. It's subconscious, but it immediately takes you back to a memory or a feeling. And I meet clients who have their own associations around clothes, whether it's prints, colours or cuts. And I really like to ask them why they don't like something. For me, getting behind the psychology of style is so interesting. I cannot tell you how interesting it is. This is the whole reason that I just love having that coffee with a client before a shop, because I don't know if you've ever done a personal shop in a department store, but they'll quite often just have your size, your height, your, I don't know, they may have a photo of you, but they don't really know who you are. And um, that means that they can put some clothes aside for you that technically would, would fit your shape. They may suit your skin tone, but they may not feel like you. So for me, understanding somebody and understanding why they don't like something, where has that come from, is really interesting because the more I can get you doing that, the more you will discover about yourself and the more you will enjoy dressing because you'll understand why you're not doing something, why you're not walking into that shop, what is it about that that puts you off? Because it's rare for the reason to be just a simple dislike and it usually does have some form of association around it. So here are some common associations that people have around clothes and accessories that put them off. And these are ones that I have heard so many times over the last 10 years. So leopard print, Bet Lynch or Cat Slater are the usual associations. Statement earrings, Pat Butcher, purple, is usually a relative that wore that colour, usually a relative that you may not have liked growing up. Um, Green, your school uniform colour. Leather trousers, Ross from Friends. Now, if you haven't seen Friends, there's a scene where Ross buys these leather trousers because he's gonna, he wants to look really cool on a date, but he gets really hot. He goes to the toilet halfway through the date and he can't get the leather trousers back up. So he's phoning his friend from the toilet panicking and he's putting all this different stuff on his legs to try and sort of lubricate the leather trousers. And it just, it's a really funny scene, but that is, it's an, it's an iconic scene and it's hilarious, but it's an association. And don't get me wrong, these associations can create some really funny conversations when I'm with clients, but they can really limit what you wear. So clothing, like songs, like smells can form strong associations and sometimes they're negative ones. And so, for example, you may have had a particularly horrible boss who wore red lipstick every day and now you associate it with her. You may have had a scary PE teacher who wore Reebok classics to teach your classes in. And it's hard, it's really hard to wipe the slate clean because, like I say, Associations are often subconscious. They're not things that you're going into every day thinking about. What you can do is take back control of those limiting beliefs. And when you have a strong dislike towards something, perhaps ask yourself why and keep asking yourself why, but why? Until you eventually get to the crux of the reason, because there will always be a reason. So 
when I hear that E17 and Gabrielle song, I try really hard. And while, again, when I hear those first few bars, I shudder, I remembered that Gabrielle was the character of Harlequin in series two of The Masked Singer, which is a programme that I love watching with my son. It's like a Saturday night ritual. We have loads of fun watching it and, you know, take it off and trying to work out who they all are. And it's actually been a really good way for my son to discover music and to discover new artists. And last, I think in series two, there was a character called Badger who ended up being the singer Neo. And now my son loves songs by Neo. So anyway, this song came on the other day when we were in the car. And my first instinct was to switch it off. And instead, I turned it up and I said to my son, did you know that this, the woman singing this was Harlequin in The Masked Singer? And he said, oh, really? And we listened to it. And it was fine. And in some ways, it created a new memory. And if I smell dupe, I can't help that initial horrible feeling and my subconscious mind taking me back to those bad times. But again, I try to remind myself that those bad times taught me to notice the good times when they came. And I realised how lucky I was that the timing of breaking up with Jason eventually led me to meet my husband a few months later. So it's just, it's not, you're not able to always stop that association and stop that initial reaction, but you can understand it. And I think that's, that's quite a good metaphor for life, really. You could, you could apply that to lots of things you have, you know, whether it's a strong opinion against something or a particular person that rubs you up the wrong way, and you can work out why. And quite often there is a reason for it. Now, how can we do this with our clothes? So next time you see purple in the shops, and purple is going to be a big colour this season, instead of thinking about your aunt, or perhaps purple was your school uniform colour, try to think of a different association with it, preferably a happy one. So is it the colour of your favourite fruit? Is it the colour of your child's favourite character from PJ Masks or Paw Patrol? Is it the colour of your birthstone? You know, is it an amethyst? Could you think of it rather than the colour that your auntie used to wear? Is it the colour of a really beautiful birthstone or crystal that you're really drawn to? And just because something stirs a reaction in you, it doesn't mean you have to rule it out completely. Just try to look at it from a different angle and maybe try it just to see how it feels because more often than not, you will be pleasantly surprised. And you can apply these associations to your wardrobe. So if you're decluttering your wardrobe or you are organising your wardrobe, do you hang on to really old t-shirts because they remind you of an amazing holiday, a Hindu, or you know your uni days? But that t-shirt, and, and I say this with experience because I see these t-shirts, pretty much everyone has them in their drawers, whether it's you know a, a concert they went to or that t-shirt sits at the bottom of the drawer. I guarantee you're not going to be walking around wearing your old t-shirt that you wore when you went on a holiday to, I don't know, Mallorca with your friends. And that t-shirt's never being worn. It's taking up space. And you still have those good memories and hopefully a few photos. But 
a memory or association doesn't have to bind you towards or away from certain items. So the next thing I want to talk about, and this is, I sort of, oh, I wasn't sure whether to say this or not because, oh, I just worry I'm going to get it wrong. But I try to talk about things that I see a lot. And this is something that I think I can't really convey in, say, like a social media post. And probably a podcast is the best place to talk about it in the most sensitive way possible. Um, so my intentions around this are good and I, I hope I tackle this with sensitivity. Um, are you holding on to a dress that you may have worn to a close loved one's funeral? Now, I see a lot of these dresses in clients' wardrobes. And we, we all, as sad as it sounds, we all need a funeral outfit. And it, 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 unfortunately, it is a fact. But is it a dress that is highly emotive? Is it one that you wore to a close loved one's funeral? That dress is likely hanging in your wardrobe where you're seeing it every day. And while you may not realise it, Every day you're seeing that dress and you're looking for something to wear, that dress is going to be stirring emotions, bringing back emotions and perhaps not putting you in an ideal mindset at the start of each day when you're scrabbling around for jeans and a jumper to wear to go and do the school run or, you know, go to work or whatever. With a close loved one, you very likely will have many other amazing memories of them. This may be a piece of jewellery that they wore or a piece of jewellery that they gave you. It could be photographs. It could be an item of their clothing that you've kept or a precious ornament. Having such an emotive piece of clothing in your everyday wardrobe could really affect you each day. So my advice, and you don't have to take it, but my advice would be to pass it on with love to a charity shop. Even better, perhaps a charity that's really close to your heart. Or you could sell it and the money that you make from that pass on to a charity or the money that you make from selling the funeral dress, perhaps buy a really nice plant for your garden or a nice piece of jewellery. If you really can't bear to part with it, perhaps pack it away in a special box with some nice tissue paper and some nice scented draw liners. I try to encourage clients to dress and live for who they are now, where their life is at right now, and to keep their own inner voice stronger than anyone's, any outside influence. The more you can stay mindful about your clothing choices, the more power and control you will have over your confidence and day-to-day mindset. And it really, uh, it really is just being aware, aware of why you want to wear something, why you don't want to wear something, why are you hanging on to it? Why do you need to keep hanging on to it? And it sounds daunting, but I promise you it's not because it, it's actually, it's really liberating At the end of every declutter I've ever done with a client, they come away saying, I feel like a weight has been lifted. 
and sometimes that's easier for them to do because we're there with them doing it and sometimes it's easier having somebody else make those decisions for you but they are decisions you can do yourself they they are often things that you probably if you really thought about it you would get rid of and I would really advise starting to just have a little think have a little think about what are the things that you have a strong association with is it animal print is it big earrings is it purple what was your school uniform color and actually challenge yourself challenge yourself to try something in that color particularly if you know the shade that suits you create new memories with it start the slate clean and take back power and control over those associations And like I say, you can't control your initial thoughts and feelings about something, but you can control how much power it has over you after that. So that's something to think about there. I'd really love to hear about the associations that you have, whether any of this has rung true for you. And um, if there's any other associations that I haven't touched on, anything else that you see in the shops or... um, I mean, even down to certain brands, there are certain shops like River Island, people won't go in there because it's a young shop. They're not going to go into Zara because it's for really intimidating fashionistas. I I cannot tell you how untrue both of those things are. And the, the less labels you can apply to things, the less associations and I guess it's I I guess maybe it's judgment as well maybe a bit of a strong word but the more open-minded you are the more fun you will have and the more options you will open up to yourself so let me know how you find this I'd love to hear I'd love to hear from you I really I'm really enjoying doing these podcasts at the moment and I mean, I love using Instagram. Instagram is a great tool for the business because it's obviously image based and it's we can easily share images of clothes and it's a great place to connect. And we actually get a lot of clients through Instagram now, which it never used to be. It always used to be Facebook. But I find Instagram can be quite an overwhelming place. Um, I don't think it's always the best place for my mental health. Um, So doing these podcasts, I really enjoy because I love I'm, I'm a writer, I'm a talker, I'm not the sort of person that's really good at doing reels and videos. So for me, I love connecting with you in this way. So when you message me about the podcast, I really love hearing about it. So please get in touch if this has helped you or if you feel this is something that may help a friend of yours, um, feel free to share the link and I look forward to speaking to you again next week. So all that's left to say is have a lovely day.